stuck on where to start when it comes to getting in shape, feeling more confident in your body, or eating right, I want to break the idea that you have to stick to a diet and crazy workout routine in order to be healthy and reach your goals. Hi guys, I'm Emily Kaufman. I was a burnt out Division One athlete, turned stay-at-home couch potato, now turned group fitness junkie. If you're ready to ditch finding the perfect diet and workout routines that make you feel weak, this is the place for you. Welcome to the tribe, Girls Gone Healthy. What's up? Welcome back. Before we get started into today's interview with Pam, I just wanted to share an exciting announcement that I have. So I'm going to be launching a book club for Girls Gone Healthy. And when I started this podcast, where I really envision it going is more of a community, more of a conversation, not just one-sided me talking at you, which I know is kind of the whole purpose of a podcast, but I do hope that it grows into more than that. And so I thought that a book club was a perfect way to get this started because we can be reading books about the four pillars that I laid out in the first episode. So we'll be reading about developing habits, about balanced nutrition, about mindset, about fitness. And I think that when we sit down and we read books, obviously candid conversations are great, but then there's a whole nother level of research that goes into books that I think that we could gain a lot from. So for the first one, it'll be launching July 20th, which I know is super soon, but I figured no one will really be reading this first one with me. I'll just kind of be showing you guys how it goes. I'll be recording an episode just like any other podcast, but then where I really hope that this goes is maybe we could be setting up the Zoom meetings for book club meetings and having discussions beforehand, and I could be using that audio for these podcasts. And so I want you guys to join me in the future, but for this first one in two weeks from today, the book that I chose is Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus. So this would be falling under that habits pillar and we'll be rotating through each of the pillars and I've already chosen the next three books. So I'll be announcing those on my Instagram page, which is brand new for Girls Gone Healthy. It's at Girls Gone Healthy podcast, so go check that out. I've already chosen the books, but you guys can help go vote on which order that we'll read them in, and as I said, I hope that this is something that can grow, and it does turn into more of a conversation, and so go let me know what you think, and yeah, in two weeks, we'll have our first one. Today, we're joined by Pam. She started her health journey by just wanting to lose a few pounds and regain her confidence. After going to the gym, she realized this passion that she had for fitness and ended up dropping over 75 pounds and competing in bodybuilding. She loved this new energy and mindset that fitness gave her, so she became a certified trainer in order to coach women on how working out can boost their moods and just make them feel good about themselves. So she went from a weight loss journey to a passion to a career, and I'm so excited you're here today, Pam. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And I'm excited to be here and share my story. Awesome. Where are you joining us from today? Okay, so I'm joining you from Kenya right now. It's a beautiful day. It's usually winter here at this point, but today the sun is out, which I'm happy for. (laughs) But it gets pretty cold now at this time of the year. Yeah, and then you change between Kenya and the Caribbean, right? Yes, I So I've been going back and forth between Kenya and the Caribbean for my life, basically. Thanks to my parents, one from Kenya, one from Antigua in the Caribbean. So it's been, I can say I've experienced more like the best of both worlds growing up. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about your fitness journey, just starting from when you first decided that you wanted to lose weight and starting going to the gym. Sure. So 
Uh, just a little backstory. So I I was always someone who was active. Uh, I used to play tennis, used to do karate in my younger days and went off to university in 2006. Ended up, you know, doing sports as well. But then when I got back, when I finished in 2009, I was unable to find a job for like a year. And so for that year, I was basically just at home watching TV, sitting in the couch, eating, sleeping. That was basically my daily routine. And throughout the months, I didn't realize, you know, how much weight I was putting on. I had put on quite a lot of weight. I was actually at around 198 pounds. And one day I, you know, I just thought to myself, I was actually feeling almost depressed. And I just told myself, no, I need to be in a better mood. I need to do something different because I just realized I was sinking deeper, deeper into a hole. And well, I couldn't afford a gym. And so I had a friend that used to exercise at home and, you know, I basically asked him, you know, what he's doing. And he recommended that he's doing a program called P90X, which is an at-home exercise that you can do. So I did have a computer. So I asked him, you know, can you please burn the CDs for me and do something at home? didn't have, you know, any equipment, but I just said, I'll just do what I can at that time. And so I got them and the next day I started and it was so difficult. Like my mind was not in it fully, but I decided, you know, at that point, I'm like, I need to just take control of my mind, take control of my body, take control of my happiness. And so that I can, you know, feel better. So I started doing it and the days went by. Now the program is for three months and I started doing it, started feeling better. And I was like, wow, I'm feeling more energized. I'm not, you know, as sad as I was, you know, a few months ago. And so I just kept at it, although I couldn't really, you know, afford much of what the meal plans were suggesting at that point. I just did the best that I could with what I had. And so I used to work out in my bedroom. I didn't have much space, but I said, you know what? I'm committing to doing it. And after two months, friends used to see me and they would compliment me. They'd be like, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. You, you know, and I honestly hadn't seen the weight loss because for me, it was just for me to feel better, get out of a slump. And yeah, I mean, I started doing that and I felt really good. And guess what? I found a job, found a job. I was able to afford a gym. I can afford a trainer. And I just went on, you know, as the years went by. So it was just like a cycle of getting better. As soon as I started, everything just started getting better for me. Mindset change, physical change, everything just felt so much better after I started that program. Yeah, that's awesome. And what I love about your story too is just, it's so relatable. It reminds me of my own. I was also an athlete. And then once I finished university and I was no longer competing, no longer in sports, I became that couch potato where I was like, okay, like this is fun. Like I'll just hang out. And then, you know, you don't realize the mental impact that it has. It's not just that you put on weight, but it's that you do feel a lot less energized and less confident in your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think like the main thing for me was my mental state because man, I was like, because I used to tell myself, I went to university and I studied, we spent money and you know, you have to pay loans and what's not. And I'm like, why can't I find a job? And it was a bit, you know, I don't want to use the word depressing, but it was a bit sad because I'm like, so that was my mental state. And then 
I realized once I shifted my mind, then things started getting better when I decided to exercise because it makes you feel so good when you exercise, you know, your endorphins and what's not. Yeah, it really does. And so you found this passion from working out, you got a job, so you're able to go to the gym more. What made you decide to then go on to compete in bodybuilding? Because before you were just doing tennis, which is completely different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So my trainer, he had seen the potential in me. He had seen my dedication because I used to work out every morning at 5 a.m. I never missed a day unless I was probably really sick or really tired. I was really actually very dedicated to exercising. And it was just for me, you know, losing weight. And then he saw my potential and, you know, he spoke to me, asked me if I would be interested in doing a bodybuilding competition so at that point I was like no way I like I'll never go on a stage in a bikini <laughs> with a massive crowd and I mean the years went by and so I used to go to the shows to look at them and I can say like he was kind of a scout or you know a coach for me before so he would take me to different shows we actually used to travel to different islands to just to see you know different levels of competition and then one year I actually decided, I'm like, hey, okay, I think I'll give it a try because I think I have what it takes. I, I might be nervous, but let me just give it a shot because I know my work ethic. And I was at that point feeling like at my highest, I was feeling really good. So in 2012, I decided to go for it. And so I competed in a female fitness category. This is where we do a fitness routine in the first round where you can do like jumps, splits, what's not. And then the second round, you are assessed, your physique is assessed in the bikini. So that's the category that I decided to do because I felt like, you know, it fit my personality. Although I didn't have like any gymnastic background, dance background, but the type of person I am, I am willing to learn from, you know, from scratch, like from starters. I'd learn, I'd watch videos, I'd have people help me. And so I decided to do it. So in 2012, <laughs> I competed for the first time. And let me tell you, I was so nervous. Well, for the first round, I wasn't as nervous. The second round, when I got on that stage, I was shaking. <laughs> I was literally shaking a lot. But honestly, after that experience, I felt good. I got good comments from friends, you know, persons encouraging me, you know, you can keep it up if you want to. But from then on, I competed every year consecutively until 2015. So I grew into the sport. Like it, it was a good feeling to, you know, see what you do, see what you can achieve when you put your mind to something. So for me, it was just something I would look forward to every year. Also, the discipline, the things that we had to eat, you know, stuff like that. It was tough, but I really did enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, because you're working towards something, and I'm sure you felt really accomplished at the end of the day after each of these competitions. So it's a great motivation there. Yeah, and another thing is that. I realized persons were motivated by my story and by my weight loss, my journey and what's not. So that's something that used to drive me also. I'm like, I'm so happy that I can inspire others and people can relate to my story. And people who know me can, you know, ask me questions and I can help them. It actually felt really good that I was able to help others get started on their journey achieve their goals you know things like that so that was that's something and that's something that I hold really dear to me even to this day is me being able to help people because I'm a people person so like I like to I reach out or connect to people connect with people on different levels and try to understand you know so 
it's it's something that I really hold dear to me is being able to help. Yeah, well, that's so important to share your story too, because you're not someone that came out here and was like, oh yeah, for the past 10 years, I've had this personal trainer that I've been always in shape with. You did have to go through that transformation and you started with just CDs in your bedroom, which I think is great. Thank you. Yeah, so (laughs) it's been a journey. Like I won't tell anyone that it's easy because it's not. But honestly, it's it's a lifestyle that I developed. And once you look at it that way, as a lifestyle change, then it's easier for you to now commit to doing it, you know, however many times a week that you want to work out and making small changes in your lifestyle. So, But if you just look at it as, okay, I want to have a physical change, which there's nothing wrong if you want to change your physical outlook. But I think in the long run, it's good to look at it as a lifestyle change because it's it's a habit that you're forming. It's things that you're going to have to be doing, you know, day in, day out to maintain whatever it is that your goal is. Yeah, definitely. And so the last time that you competed was 2015. Yes. So obviously your lifestyle has changed a little bit since then. So can you talk to us kind of about what workouts you do now and how you stay motivated now? Okay, sure. So uh, in t- Sure. And actually, I did win that last competition that I competed in. And 2016, I I took a break. I had my daughter. And so I decided, let me just take a break from competing for a while. So for now, what I'm doing is, especially now in with the coronavirus and also, I stay active by, I do home workouts. Like, I don't have equipment. And so I've decided I do bodyweight workouts. I walks in the evenings and I'm unable to do like running and stuff that I love but because of an injury but for me right now I do home workouts I committed myself to doing 50 push-ups every day and that's a challenge so it's it's a goal that I've set for myself so I do those every day and my goal is to try to complete 50 push-ups in one go. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I used to do it years ago, but that's my goal now. So I do bodyweight exercises, squats, push-ups, you know, like cardiovascular exercises, squat jumps. There's a gym close to where I am, a home gym, where I use the treadmill sometimes. I just walk on it. So yeah, I do basic exercises to stay active and to maintain my current physique, just to maintain my level of activity. Yeah. So that's basically what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And I love how simple your goals can be too, because you know that fitness boosts your energy, boosts your mood. So you want to do it. And then your goal is just, okay, I'm going to work at 50 pushups a day. (laughs) Let's try to do them all at one time. Like you went from winning these championships in (laughs) bodybuilding to then like, I'm just going to work on pushups today. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because I have to have something that it's a discipline and something that's, that's going to keep me going. And honestly, to be honest, this year I had actually planned to compete again, do one more show. And I was actually in preparation for that show, which would have been in May. So when everything happened, it was like, oh, okay, so now <laughs> what do I do? So I had to, you know, refocus, reshift my goals and, you know, because I didn't want to now just not do anything, although I was training really intensely just before May. So I had to do something, maintaining my activity to avoid, you know, gaining excess weight, you know, or, you know, just get in a different mood or different space mentally. And 
it has definitely been very helpful because I know during this time it's tough for persons. Some persons are unable to, you know, just focus on simple daily tasks because of what's happening. So I'm actually grateful that I was able to just, you know, follow suit with this is what's happening now, understanding this is the present and I can only control what's happening today. So it's taking care of myself today and every other day that I can, that I'm alive. And, you know, it's just simple things that keep me going that I attach to my lifestyle, my well-being. Yeah, I love that. And I would like to talk about your mindset with this a little bit more too, because I didn't even realize that you're going back to bodybuilding. So obviously when you're trying to get back into that after having a kid, you can't expect your body to perform at its peak where you just were when you won the championship. So kind of how did you get over those mental barriers of picking it back up? Okay, so when I, I decided, well, I've always told myself I want to do at least one more show. So I'm 35, I'm 34 now. And the show that I do would be for my daughter to see me compete and see what I've done. Although, yes, she could see pictures, but this show was actually for me, for her to see, you know, her mom. And it was tough at first, especially after I had her. I was like, wow, I didn't feel like I would ever get back to that level at some point because I felt like I was actually starting from nothing. Like I I didn't have a lot of strength. I used to work out throughout my entire pregnancy. I had no issues, thank God. But it's getting back to that competition level, which we know is not easy, which was a bit tough for me. But I decided, all right, let me just continue working out when the time is right. My mind will be right and I'll know when it's time for me to go. So I just continued working out, working out each year. And this year I felt like it's the right time. And it's it's, it's a feeling that you'll have and it's a mindset that you'll know, okay, I'm in the right place now and I can get set for a show. I have the right people around me, the, the right networks, and so I can do it. So this year, actually in December, last year I decided, okay, time to get set for this show. It's a big goal and I'm going to work towards it. And I started. Once I set my mind and I say I'm going to do something, that's it. Like there's nothing that's going to derail me or going to stop me from achieving what my goal is. Well, except for, you know, what's happening. It's circumstances that I can't control. But whatever I can control, once my mind is set, then I'm going to do it. Like that's the type of person I am. I'm, I'm very determined to achieve my goals. And so it was a tough mental shift at first but what I realized was I have to be consistent so consistency is key and that just gets you to any goal that you have set for yourself you have to be super consistent and determined yeah that's awesome too because especially with the consistency like that's what makes it a lifestyle so yeah you weren't necessarily getting competition ready for all those years but you were staying relatively active while you're pregnant you're staying active outside of that and then because you kind of already had that base then you could decide from December to May like okay I'm gonna ramp it up now yes definitely yeah it was a point of consistency for the years because I was still working out still training hard I mean not for sure but it was just my lifestyle so yeah training consistently for years and then being able to you know feel and know that okay this is the time. It's time for me to now push a bit harder and get back and do a show. Yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone or any of your clients who are struggling with the consistency part of working out? Yes. So for some persons, they try to do too much too soon. 
My main advice usually is make small changes, minor adjustments, and you definitely get major improvements. And you try to incorporate it into your lifestyle. Don't try to carbon copy someone else's work ethic, someone else's workout times. You try to fit it in with your lifestyle and do something that you can manage. So for starters, I would encourage like my clients to try working out at least three days a week. Don't go for five days, six days a week. Something Try to do something that you can manage. So if it's three or two days per week, you do that and you do it consistently until you're able to now add another day if you need to. But just ensure that it's something that you can do consistently and time that you devote to taking care of yourself. So that's how I would, you know, encourage persons like this is your time to take care of you. So if the time that you have is 20 minutes, you dedicate that time, that time slot to take care of you. So if it's Monday, Monday at 8 a.m., 8 to 8.20, that's my time to take care of me. Then you dedicate that time for you because at the end of the day, no one is going to take care of you but yourself. And you have to be the one now to be willing and disciplined to do it. So it's just encouraging them that, hey, try not to do like someone else. Try not to be anybody else. Try to make it your routine, make it your lifestyle, something unique to you. And once you do that, then you'd be better able to be consistent and also, I, you know, try to tell them, try not to attach their goals to physical outlook only, think about your feelings, think about your mental state and what, you know, positive impacts that workout will have on your lifestyle in general. That was amazing advice. So I love what you're saying too with the like, oh, you can just add in 20 minutes, two times a week to start. It's just saying to them like, okay, something is better than nothing. You don't have to go full blown into, okay, I'm getting a gym membership and I'm going to show up every day this week. It's like, no, just start easy, start fun, start doing what you want to do. And that's better than just doing nothing. It'll build the lifestyle. Yes, it is. I mean, even if it's not, even if you're not able to find the motivation to do an exercise in your house, Hey, if you enjoy going outside for walks, that's a good way of, you know, starting your daily activity. So, yeah, it's starting simple and, you know, just not trying to do too much too soon because doing that, you know, then at some point you might be like, oh, this is too much for me. And then you might end up just stopping completely. (laughs) So the key there is being simple. Simplicity is best and it's easier to be consistent with that. That's awesome. And then I know some of the things that you like to talk to your clients too about is that you don't necessarily need to go to a gym in order to get good exercise in or a good workout. So what are some different ways people can incorporate exercise into their routine? Okay. So like, for instance, if you love music, you love dancing, you can use dancing as your way of exercising because it's it's an activity. It's it's going to bring your heart rate up, so you can dance. You can ride bike, ride a bike if you can ride your bicycles. You can go for walks. There's simple things that you can do. Also, there are things that you can do at home. You can do you know jumping jacks, simple exercises, push ups. Even if they're not you know the advanced ones, they're modified versions of almost every exercise now. You can do push-ups, there's mountain climbers, simple body weight exercises that you can do within 15 to 20 minutes, even if you have an hour, it's not necessary for you to be in a gym. 
for the more advanced persons, if you have like tires around, you can flip tires, you can jump on boxes. There's so many exercises that you can do that they don't require a gym in particular. And if you need added weight, you can buy resistant bands if you are able to. If not, hey, you can utilize weights in your house. You can use water bottles. You can use empty gas tanks if you do have them, canned food. So there are many ways. And it's just, you know, thinking of, you know, if you need added resistance or even if you want to make an exercise, you know, more challenging for you, there are things that you can definitely do. It's not necessary for you to be in a gym to achieve what you need to achieve. Hey, like, look at my story. I started in my bedroom, very small space, just following a CD of exercises, you know, to keep myself active. And I got tremendous results. Yeah, exactly. So basically, you don't have to worry about, okay, I'm going to follow this workout plan or like today's right. arms day and I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's more like, okay, well, just what's going to get your heart rate up? Yes. What's going to make you like get moving over here? That's what you can start doing. Yeah, definitely. And it's like today I'm dedicating 20 minutes or today I'm dedicating 45 minutes to my exercise. So it's not saying, okay, oh, I don't have a structured routine. No, it's okay. Just get moving, be active, and be consistent with it. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. I find all of this so relatable. It's stuff that people think, oh, it's going to be so complicated. And it's like, no, just start easy, start fun. (laughs) So yeah, thanks so much for sharing that. I'd love to give you a minute now to talk about kind of what you're doing with your clients and any offers that you might have. Okay, sure. Thanks. So currently I am conducting my training online. Because, well, the gyms in my area are closed and my clients prefer online at the moment. So I'm offering online classes. I utilize Zoom and I have a special offer where I charge $25 for three classes per week. So it's Monday, Wednesday and Fridays. You pay $25 and we do body weight exercises, no equipment. So that's what I offer to my clients. And also I have like a complimentary class on Saturdays. This is a group session, however, where we do like dance exercises using Caribbean music and African music fused together. So once you pay $25, then you have access to that complimentary class on a Saturday. So it's $25 Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, and we schedule the times. And so it's basically bodyweight exercises where we focus on strength. We do cardio, core conditioning, and I also give weekly nutrition tips. So it's a package that I've put together for this time and for persons so that they can capitalize on their workouts and their nutrition. That's awesome. And that Saturday class sounds like so much fun. And <laughs> where you. can they find out about this? Where can they find you? So they can find me on Instagram at Pam underscore Palam, P-A-L-A-M. So it's at Pam underscore P-A-L-A-M. So you'd find my information there. Also, I do live question and answers on Saturdays on my Instagram live as well. So I've covered quite a few topics. And the next one that I'll be doing would be working out post-pregnancy. We did that before. However, we got, you know, requests to do it again. 
So Saturdays we do live question and answers. I do that. And even if the topic is not something that you have a question about, you can still ask the question on my live question and answer on Instagram. So I have that lovely package of 25 US dollars. And then I also have my live question and answer because I realize, you know, some persons are a bit lost where information is concerned and what to do. You know, gyms are closed. They can't get into get in contact with their trainers. So I've decided to, you know, reach out to persons. Like I said, I am happy that I'm able to help. And with me having information, it's not going to help if I hold it to myself and not, you know, share it and try to help others. Awesome. Well, I will be including Pam's information below. So go check her out, go work out with her, go ask her questions. Thank you so much for your time today, Pam. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at underscore Emily Kaufman, at underscore Emily Kaufman. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.